fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live. It's the way that we live. And I Hi, this is Reese. And this is Carly. And this is... Tell it back! Oh, my God! Oh, boy. That was um, our rendition of If This Podcast Were a Horror Movie. Yeah. We're, and we're very scared. Carol's Concerned. terrified. She's like, what the fuck, you two? It's just us, Carol. Carol, girl, get with the program. This is our first time trying to record two episodes in one day, so Which we'll is, see how it goes. We'll see how ridiculous we get by the end of this. Yeah. How you doing, Reese? You know, great. Man, I've had a Ooh. shitty summer and I'm yeah. really excited. It's, <laughs> it's going to be September soon. Not that that means anything in Los Angeles because no, it September just gets is hotter. Yeah. And therefore more oppressive, but you know you what know. else is hot about September is it's when I have my birthday. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to be oh my God. even older. <laughs> I'm getting older and older by the day. Just like Carol. Just but only you. No one else is. No one else is. It's just me. I'm aging and everyone else is ageless like a vampire oh a vampire like helena peabody like helena peabody a monster <laughs> uh today's episode is episode 207 it's called luminous 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 uh it originally aired april 3rd 2005 hmm. this episode was written by eileen shaken eileen shaken and it was directed by ernest r dickerson now ernest r dickerson before he was a director he was a cinematographer and he was actually spike lee's cinematographer oh, for all of cool. his movies made in the 90s so that's a pretty cool fun fact. That is a really cool fun fact. Thanks, Carly. Yeah, of course. And then, you know, since then he's directed like tons of episodic drama, television, hour long stuff. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty fucking cool. That is really fucking cool. Unlike this episode. <laughs> Correct. I feel like generally when I think about the seasons of the show, mm-hmm. I generally think of season two fondly. Oh, really? I do. I, I like season mid- two. I think of it as mid middling yeah but now this is the part of season two where it, where everything starts to get really bad just really w- hard to watch yeah and this kind of happened in season one too there were a few episodes right in the middle that were not that great even though i think it yeah. started ended really strong mm-hmm. but this i i actually would say that this episode is my least favorite episode of season two that we've seen so far yeah this is not a this there was very little Buckle about this up. that wasn't incredibly painful. Yeah, so you're in for a real treat. We don't have a special guest today. It's just me and Reese. We'll try to keep our murdering Mark stuff to a minimum. No, just kidding. It's gonna get so much worse. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. Buckle up. Here we go. We open in. Oh my lord in heaven. <laughs> This is so bad. This is horrible. So this is like, I don't know. It's uh it's a sequence. It's obviously not real life. It is they're saying that they're yeah. in I don't speak French. Les Rues Montmartre during <laughs> some other time. It's so, basically like Moulin fucking Rouge. Yeah. And Charlotte and her boy toy hunter are looking for a sex worker. They're strolling um, the streets. They're strolling, so they're judging everyone. They're referring to everyone in really stereotypical. Very uh, shitty ways. Very shitty ways, including they see a a person that sh- that Charlotte likes, and then Hunter's like, that's not a she. She's a, and, and it, it's bad. It's horribly transphobic. Yes. Is what you need to know. It's really gross. Uh, it's a bummer that this happened and uh-huh. that everyone agreed to 
be and in the scene and, and use these lines find, of dialogue. They find Jenny, who looks like a Q-tip that someone stuck inside their ear already. She is wearing a T-shirt. It says New York Tribune. It sure that does. was a paper from 1841 to 1966. Oh, She's also wow. wearing a bold lip. <laughs> she is wearing a bold lip. And her hair is blonde as the day she was born. Yes. And she is a little... Uh, they're like, oh, we, we should buy her or whatever. And Jenny's like... Because she's... Jenny looks sweet but nasty, like she has tricks up her sleeve, her short sleeve. Yeah, what sleeve? What sleeve, guys? Please. And they invite Jenny back to their fancy hotel, the Hotel Monta Lambert or whatever. Again, I don't know French, and I'm sorry to all of our French listeners. It's fine because the scene is terrible. They do some sexy negotiating, and then Charlotte Birch sneers at Jenny. Jenny's like, I'd love to please Charlotte, but can I? So this is like, I don't know, transference. Oh, God. It's this is just a nightmare. Yeah. So whatever happened here, I would prefer. I preferred Moulin Rouge, the film. Moulin Rouge, the film is wonderful. I loved that. I film. love that film. Yeah. So why didn't they just show us a clip from Moulin Rouge? That would have been so nice. <laughs> Should we just stop recording this and just go watch Moulin Rouge? Yeah, probably. That's okay, I we'll would right advise. Back. Yeah. So that happened and it meant nothing. Then theme song, which is a welcome reprieve at I this know. point. I was like, please show me Dana jumping rope or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Let me see her hop. Speaking of Dana. We're in bed. It's we're Dana in bed. and Alice. It's Dana and Alice. And they have been fucking all night. Yep. They haven't slept very much at all. Mm-hmm. And they need to tell their friends. That they're dating because it's a lesbian curse. Whenever two people in a friend group become girlfriends, it throws, throws off, off the, the whole, whole balance. balance. Which is true. They're actually correct. correct and she's like one minute they're individual friends and then it's like you have to invite both of us but that's true whether or not the person's in your friend group or not yeah it's not like oh i don't want their girlfriend to come but it's like i don't feel in straight relationships that that happens that's true whereas in lesbian relationships it's like suddenly you if your friend has a girlfriend like you invite both which sometimes oh is God. good i guess then you make friends with both true but. that's true though because robin has these friends from when she was growing up mm-hmm. and they're all these like straight ladies yeah. and when we lived in New York because they're on the East Coast anytime that they would have like girls night yeah they would feel obligated to invite me mm-hmm. and like sometimes I would go because they're really fun but then yeah. sometimes I was like I don't like you and then Robin would be like yeah you don't need to go I'd be like yeah like y- you guys go do your thing like it's fine but yeah it's such a interesting because like if it was like a straight thing like and it was like girls night like yeah. the boyfriend would not be invited right so interesting so, okay, Shenny time. Mark and his greasy fucking hair are on the phone. He's wearing a shirt that says, I am not a crook. And frankly, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. By hook or by crook, Mark is, should be dead. <laughs> by hook or by crook, shut up. And Jenny's like, hi. She has a little coffee. She has pants at a weird length. Are she's you wearing okay? leggings and like a gigantic men's dress yeah, she's, shirt. I know. She looks like she's going to be like someone's artist stepmom. I'm actually just thinking about Fleabag. She looks like she's Olivia Coleman in Fleabag. Awesome. And he says he's okay. And he's like, hey, so let's talk about Shan. Oh, my God. He, she, he like is clearly stressed about something. Yeah. She's like, what's, what's going on? And instead of like at all talking about himself, yeah. he just immediately. He was probably on the phone with Walgreens. And they're like, oh, sorry, we're out of stock of your medication. And he's like, why didn't you tell me that? Why did you like, I would have dropped my prescription off at a different place if I'd known you were out of this medication. That's probably what's happening on the you phone. You think he's medicated? <laughs> so then <laughs> he's he like. Maybe has a thyroid problem. Maybe. I think he just has like a personality problem. <laughs> yeah. And like a boundaries problem. So probably he was just like on the phone with like his travel agent. 
Who's Gomi? With Gomi. Gomi's travel agent Gomi. (laughs) So instead of like addressing any of this, he's just like, what is up with? Why do girls love Shane so much? Shane so much. And he's he like, is so obsessed with her. Yeah. And then he's like, what about Carmen? And Jenny's like, oh, thinking like he's asking about her relationship with Carmen. But instead he's like, did Carmen ever say anything about why she was so attracted to Shane? And Jenny's literally says, Mark, you're being so weird. You're weirder than me. Stop it. And gets up and leaves. Which is excellent. It is excellent. Um, Like, like excellent. Jenny thinks that maybe people want what they can't have and that Shane is very unattainable and doesn't like to have a relationship and make a deep connection. So she thinks maybe she hypothesizes that perhaps that is Shane's appeal. He thinks that that's that she is probably good in bed. And Jenny says that he is really oversimplifying things also. Yeah. Anyway, I hate have you ever heard that before? Someone's unavailable. People are interested in people. Want no, to I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It really blew my mind. Never heard of that. Yeah. That's real concept before. Real interesting concept. Uh, then we go to <laughs> Helena's hotel room. It's a beautifully lit morning. At the chateau. At the chateau. And Tina and Helena are in their glowing bed having slept together. Mm-hmm. They are in the raw. In the raw? <laughs> By which I mean naked. They went swimming last night and I guess both like did their hair before going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because their hair looks well, cause it's perfectly eating. done. And Tina's like, oh, what a nice way to wake up. And then all of a sudden, all the children <laughs> bound in. They're like, hi, mom. Mommy. Let's watch Blue's Clues. They like, jump on I the bed. Go, I have a toy. Uh, <laughs> Tina's horrified. Tina's horrified. And Helena's like, oh, hello, my friends. <laughs> my oh, children, children are here. I'm surprised for you. Children are sexual creatures, too. <laughs> and Tina's like, this is so weird. And Helena's like, it's perfectly natural. So finally, Tina convinces Helena to send the kids away so she can like get up. And yeah, get one of, of the bed. kids is like, I want to listen to the heartbeat of Tina's baby. And it's like, dude, Doogie Howser over there, get out. But also like that would imply that they've like spent time with Tina. And like, when did that happen? Carly, I think we have to let go of time. <laughs> you know, I like time. <laughs> it tethers me to something real. <laughs> but actually, time isn't real at all. So what are we even doing? Yeah, we're just spinning around in this hell mouth. So, um... Helena. Oh, also Helena's like, it's fine. I've been a parent for a while. Like she definitely like tries yeah. to like out mom Tina. And that right. is a bit much. And Before that's, outsourcing the caring of her children to the nanny. To the nanny, yeah. And then she's like, you're going to cancel all your work for this weekend. Because we're going to SeaWorld in San Diego. For the children. For the children. To go to San I want to give them something to take home with them. A little tiny whale. A tiny um, little whale. And she's like, a little girl, stuffed whale. I have to work. Remember how you funded our organization? Yeah. My organization that you funded has stuff to do this weekend. Yeah, we're doing a program for K through six, which is a big egg drain. That's a large group. Down at the uh, beach. They're going to learn. They're going to learn something. So Helena's like, don't you think your colleagues can handle this without you? And Tina's like, just like fucking let me go to my job. Jesus Christ. Why are you being so By weird? By the way, also all of Tina's colleagues are women of color they and are. Tina's like the only white woman there. Yes. And so Helena's like, you shouldn't work. You should make all of them work, which is totally super up. fucked. And then she's like, I actually called them already. Right. And told them that you are busy this weekend. Yikes. And holy shit. Yikes. Tina, the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> this is the same Get shit Bet would do. Yes. Get the fuck out of it. Yes. Also, like, I, I think Tina enjoys doing this work. Yeah, she does seem to genuinely enjoy what she's doing. Like she gave up her big movie exec career to yeah. be with Bed and have a kid. And it seems like she's finally found something that's like fulfilling and, right. and matters to her. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm standing up for fucking Tina, but Jesus yeah. Christ. 
Yep. Anyway, the CAC. Can we say uh, that? Uh, that's right. Yeah, the CAC. We go to the CAC. Uh, that stands for the California Arts Center. Bet introduces herself to Leo, who we heard about in the previous episode, but we haven't met him yet. He looks like Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. And I cannot shake this image from my head. And it's really hard for me to assume that his name is not Kevin and that he's not currently. He honestly looks like the, the human equivalent of like an off the rack suit. Yeah. A little bit of a, a little ferret <laughs> face. A little bit of a ferret face. Our ferret friends. Ferrets are very industrious. You know, I learned well, that in tow. Leo doesn't seem very industrious. He's strolling in. Um, she's like, nice to meet you. And he's like, oh, we met at a dinner for Matthew Barney. <laughs> and she's like, I don't see men. She's like, I literally don't care about you. <laughs> yeah. I, that was a good power move, I bet. Yeah. Um, going up to someone that you have met before and saying nice to meet you is the ultimate power move. <laughs> it will ruin them psychologically. I learned I this from 30 Rock, but it is true. I, it's also, but there's no nice way to handle it. I've been struggling with this now that I live in LA. They're, like when someone says nice to meet you, I never, and I've already met them. Either way, it's awkward. I just play along. I'm just like, yeah, you too. Yeah. Unless unless there's a specific reason I need them to know that we met before. Right. Well, I I did do the thing where I was like, no, actually, we met before. But people always thought I was like being mean, you know, or like I was calling them out. Right. Which is what I really meant to say was like, no, actually, wait, it's fine. You don't remember. Like, like totally we were fine. at this thing. Yeah. Like, we have more connections than the one we're making right, right. now. That's all I trying to say but, but everyone assumes that you're being way. a dick when you do that yeah and then they're like, like oh my god i'm so case. sorry now like you don't have to be sorry everyone yeah. forgets everything we're all dying right and so that situation makes me so anxious that i yeah. just play along every time exactly so anyway he says he respects your position which is the top you should respect that but speaking of other tops um he also says i met your ex with helena they're so excited about the baby and then bet's face runs yeah, through like 47 hikes. different emotions. It's actually pretty brilliant acting Yeah, for Jennifer Beals there. Her face does some real gymnastics. It sure does. And she just gets up and leaves. Yeah, she's like, all right, this has gone on long enough. She goes to her room, her office her where room. there's a brand new painting. Uh, <sighs> she calls Tina to say, because like they're so excited about the baby. Wow. That is, I would flip out. That is Wow. Like, like they've known each other for what? Somewhere between 24 hours and two months. <laughs> and they're excited about the baby. And also they're not. Helena doesn't want her to have the baby. Helena wants her to be pregnant. She wants her to be pregnant forever. Yeah. The minute she's no longer pregnant, yeah. Helena so will So as the baby pops out, she's like, well, I'm done here. Well, farewell. I'm going back to the tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. I'm going to buy a giraffe. <laughs> so she calls Tina and says, I need a resolution to this baby situation before it plops out of you. <laughs> and then... James has a lot of lines here. Oh, man. James enters. He's quite exasperated. Yeah. And he's like, I gave all this paperwork to Leo. And she's like, absolutely not. It all needs to go to me first. Mm -hmm. So asserting her dominance over Leo. He's like, Alice called and needs you to come to the planet tonight for an emergency meeting. She's like, I'm already going to the planet tonight. Also, Where else am I going to get my favorite pear polenta tart for $1,250? <laughs> I love emergency meeting. That's emergency something I meeting. would do. I know it is something Definitely. you would do. But like, guys, we're having an emergency <laughs> meeting. It's just like, I just wanted to all, all to hang out. Yeah. Um, but we know that Alice is needs to tell her about Alice and Dana. Right. Um, then he says that the Michael Cohn Gallery sculpture catalog has arrived. And the artist that she is looking through, she looks through the catalog and the artist that, that makes featured, mobiles. 
Mobiles. Mobiles is an actress that Carly enjoys. I love her. It's Kobe (laughs) Smulders from How I Met Your Mother and a new show that I keep seeing ads for around town that I know nothing about, but I will definitely watch because one, I love Stumptown Coffee and two, I love Kobe Smulders. Did you say she's playing a bisexual on the show? I believe so. Fuck yeah. I'm definitely going to watch that shit. Yeah. Every time I see it, I think every, actually every time I see her, I think about you because for some reason I associate her with you because you like her so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is Robin Sparkles. Okay. The pride of Canada. (laughs) There's a lot of competition for Pride of Canada on that word. You're a right. A lot. Like the guy who's playing Leo. Also, <laughs> you mean just, Kevin from the back? Just, so, just so everyone knows, Bet still has a teeny tiny picture of Tiny Tina behind her desk. Oh, It's Laura Holloman's headshot. <laughs> yeah. So she looks, she flips through the catalog. This is Night's Art. Flips to the end, sees the picture of the artist and is She's like, like what a book babe. me a tour. <laughs> book me a studio visit today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. I'm picking up some rice pudding and I'll be there. <laughs> Then then we go to fucking Veronica Bloom's office on the Paramount lot and she's screaming on the phone and she's saying fuck a lot. Yeah, there's all these white men in there and she's there like, get the five, fuck out of here. There are five separate white men yeah. with dark hair in mm-hmm. dark suits and they she keeps knocking things over and they keep picking them up and she keeps <laughs> knocking them over, yeah. which is pretty funny. And she has like a whole shelf, a whole shelving a system candy. and everything on it is bottles, is glass jars of jelly Different- beans and... Yankee candles. <laughs> There's a ton of candy. The reason we're here is because Shane walks in and yeah. kind of observes the situation. She's screaming about Marty having just dropped out of a project. I'm guessing they're referring to her ex, Scorsese. Oh, really? Do you think? Because the other people they mention, because then they mention M. Night Shyamalan oh, and he's a yeah, real person. And I was like, yeah, you can't just like. You can't just say. I think that's why they never say his full name is because I think they're trying oh to. Try, they, they want us to think that her ex-husband is Martin Scorsese, then, which I think is laughable she accuses her assistant of not knowing the difference between war and peace and a marvel Marvel which is which is jokes on her because that shit makes more money than anything also i want to point out the movie posters on the wall yeah they're the room these do not look like war and peace they look like bullshit one's called straight to video american ashley movies i found the titles one's called it didn't stay in vegas Uh, so obviously uh, a vegas trip gone wrong perhaps a precursor to uh the hangover right uh something mountain i couldn't see that word Mm -mm. before mountain it was probably like witch mountain yeah um something called sergeant green which um in the wide shot i thought it was a cat in front of an american flag but it's on, about a cat who's in the army yeah, but when, when we got a tighter shot it was a full body shot of a soldier not like a face but um, it was probably a cat and then the last one a little cat joins the army that would be so cute and like very I'm war a cat. And I'm in military oh i'm gay kick me meow. out bam, bam, meow. Meow, bitch. um and then the War-y. last one is a surfing movie called edge of sound the tagline is two rivals one wave no turning back <laughs> It's the, the bed and Helena story. Yeah, it's incredible. And definitely she, she has no room to be talking about like making like brilliant work. Absolutely not. Um, she kicks everyone out except Shane. She wants Shane to stay. She throws a lollipop in her mouth immediately like a baby with a pacifier. <laughs> I it's, hope it's a weed lollipop. It's not. It's not. She is like, don't you just hate people? And Shane's like, that's why I try not to need anything from anyone, which Brene Brown would not advise. And... Veronica's like, I want to be just like you. I don't want to need anyone either. And they have this like, it seems like for a split second there that maybe she wants to like slightly be a better person or like connect with Shane mm-hmm. on some level. And then she changes personalities entirely uh-huh. and is like, let's go out to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're going to do drugs. Clearly. But um, <laughs> basically everything you get. Like, We're going to Dave and Buster's. Oh, I would be so happy. I w- love Dave and Buster's. Um, but really Veronica is incredibly juvenile and this is just like a lot and Shane's sort of being swept up in it 
It's weird. Then we go to um, Jennifer Schechter is writing a story. It's called Luminous. She writes Luminous in all caps. And then she says Luminous. Also, the music that starts here is so weird. And it really feels like bad. Mm -hmm. Also, I love like she always opens a Word document, types the title. And then we go into her little fantasy world. Which is one of her hard drives is labeled stuff. A mid, a mid, (laughs) a middle, uh, like a mid teen, a tween, maybe a tween Jenny dressed like Dorothy Gale is like riding a bike. But it's actually played by a different actress this time. Because a lot of the times in the flashbacks when it's a younger Jenny, it's still played by Jenny, Uh the uh, the same actress. But this is a a young girl, pigtail, Uh some kind of Dorothy Wizard of Oz vibe. Yeah. She's goes to a trailer. So she's looking for Venus de Myler. There's a guy who is like a drag queen, like Venus is his drag identity, yeah. it seems. She wants to join the circus because she doesn't belong. I don't think Jenny understands how the circus works. I don't think she does either. He also keeps calling her girly, which made me uncomfortable. Like, if you don't belong, move to a major city and meet other weirdos, which you've already done. Right. You did You did join the circus. Yeah. You joined it the minute you made out with Marina. <laughs> um, he says, do you have a talent if you want to be in the circus? And she lifts up her skirt and he says, that is special. What the fuck is going on? That is special, but it, it'd never fly in Peoria. Oh, right. Ugh. I don't know what's going on. Maybe she lifted up her Chastity skirt belt. and it turned out that she is a robot from the waist down. Which... Great. That would be cool. That would be so interesting. Yeah. Then I feel like some things would make more sense. Or she lifted up her skirt and there was another person a second underneath Jenny. that who was like hanging off of her waist who oh she had like, God. yeah. Or she pulled down her skirt and she was like, he was like, what are those? And she's like, oh, these are Tomboy X underwear. They're like men's cut, but like made for women's bodies. Yeah, they're like he's really like, comfy. He's like, that is special, but it would never fly in people. Tomboy X, we would love to have you as an advertiser yeah, on the show. Advertise on the show. I love great. your underwear. And I, I'm not going to say anything else about it until you give us money. No, but I am wearing them right now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this scene is just unfortunate, very bad, probably offensive. I yeah, there's it. something vaguely transphobic. Whatever's happening, whatever's there, happening feels transphobic yeah. and I don't like it. Yeah. Um, and then it, like the end of the story kind of like brings us back into Charlotte Birch's class where Jenny has just read her story aloud to the class and says her little, it'll Peoria never fly in Peoria, which I line. honestly said 300 times since watching this episode originally. Sorry, That's everyone. Okay. Is it normal in a writing class to have to read your stories out loud? Absolutely not. You read the stories at home on your own time. You write notes to the person and then then everyone in class sits around a table and they all give feedback on it. And then the teacher gives their feedback, but the teacher's already written your feedback. You do not read your things aloud. No, no. That happens a lot in this episode and it made me very angry. Um, So Charlotte's like, let's critique Jenny. Mm -hmm. And so fucking Hunter says this calls to mind Rick Moody. It does not. I have Rick Moody demonology sitting right there on my shelf. There it is. I've read it. This does not compare. He says that they both share something about the grotesque hidden beneath the mundane, which if this is referring to a specific moment in the story, that is once again, incredibly transphobic. Yeah. If that's what's happening. It's hard to say. I mean, they're probably are referring to like when she lifted up her skirt and that she was wearing um maybe like jeans what if she was wearing jeans underneath under her, her pants <gasps> or biker shorts oh maybe she was wearing like cool she did ride her bike there didn't she that's true she did or maybe she has four legs or a million dollars maybe she had a million dollars under her skirt oh my god maybe she was covered in flowers like in midsummer have you seen the nutcracker yes you know when that woman lifts up her skirt and all the children come out 
Oh shit! Do you think that's what it was? And that's probably what it was, okay. and that is special. But that would fly in Peoria because they love people the Nutcracker. Love that. Yeah, people love the Nutcracker. Ugh. I wish this was. Um, I wish I would rather. I mean, honestly, the Nutcracker real talk kind of sucks, but like I'd rather be watching it than this. And he says then, all these really nice things about. He her says writing, Jenny basically. is to the Midwest what Carson McCullers is to the South. At which point, like I. Did you throw uh, your phone out the window? I didn't throw my phone out the window. I thought, well, since I already feel dead inside, I might as well go kill someone else. And I went to Mark and Gomi's. Oh, and good. I shot them in the head. Good. Um, this scene is, uh, the, I was bored. I was very bored listening to Hunter talk. Uh, I don't care about Hunter at all. And I certainly don't think his critiques of Jenny were at all no. accurate. But I really love how Charlotte just fucking sat on the desk and openly flirted with him in the middle of class. Yep. That was weird. Super weird. Um, then we go to Vision Salon. This very special spa where Veronica's, Veronica's getting a chemical face. Feel. <laughs> yeah. Shane does. And Shane's like, no, thanks. I'd be like, she's offering you a free facial. Like, do bitch, it. Do it. That shit's do expensive. That, shit's that place so looks expensive. maybe nice. Although it also looks like it was in a strip mall. So I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah. also, weirdly, the thing about L.A. is that a lot of sometimes a lot of really great mall. places are in a strip mall. Yeah. You'll find like a total hipster bar like in a strip mall. Yep. Or like the best Chinese food you've ever LA, had. LA, you guys, it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. crazy. Oh my God. Like, like we live here. It's like, it's oh, like, we go to the like, Oh my God. I love strip balls. That's so good. <sighs> so she's like, Veronica's like, why should I not be a lesbian? And Shane's like, well, women are kind of a lot. Yeah. And she's like, I like a lot. I like intensity. Did you notice that about me? I'm peeling my whole face off my face. When I'm bored, I want to kill myself. Yeah. She actually says that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then she does that whole thing about like, Shane, I see potential in you, gumshoe. You stick with me. You're going to be a star in this town. I promise never to do that again. Just kidding. I can't promise. That. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It was fine. That scene was the least offensive part of the middle of the episode. Then we go to uh, Lee's studio. studio. Bet is doing her sculpture tour. They're flirting via the art. Mm -hmm. And then... It turns out that she's been trying to get Bet to come visit forever. Yeah. This is kind of like, oh, you've been in a relationship forever and you have ignored all of our, my phone calls and now yeah. you're single and you're like, oh, I wonder what life is like. Right. <laughs> Lee's like, I make replicas of Renaissance paintings as well. And Bet's like, isn't it thrilling? And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I didn't know people did that anymore. Isn't it? Thrilling? Not since the Renaissance itself. <laughs> Before copy machines, you know, people just have to do a Before copy. the internet. And then she says the most incredible question. Do you know my sister's club, The Planet? <laughs> Bitch, what? <laughs> oh, the cafe? Well, yeah. it was. It's a cafe during the day, but she's turning it into a music Yeah, she gives the night. whole elevator pitch. Jesus Christ. Toe is, but the right in the black. Have you ever heard of the Pear Polenta Tart? You can buy it now for only $2,565. You should come tonight Worth to see Sharon every play. Yeah, to see Sharon Nisbet. I don't know who that is. I don't either, but is we'll meet her. Is Yeah. Um, Lee's like, oh, I saw her in New York. Oh my God, I have the CD, look. And like hands the physical media to Bet. And it seems like she's really excited about Sharon Isbin. But then Turns she's out. like, it's actually her girlfriend, Valerie. What? Cue Valerie. Valerie enters the room. And she's like, can Valerie come too? In front of Valerie. Which like, Bet, you have to say yes at this point. Right. I wish so Bet had been like, well, I only day. have a plus one actually. Yeah. Um, so no, Valerie, sorry. Nice to meet you, by the way. You can't. Deep in the canyons of Runyon, our lady lovers are hiking and they're holding they're hands holding hand and they're wearing hiking. bright colors. And they're talking about how are we going to tell our friends? That oh, we're did together? you invite everyone? No, I invited these people and then I invited these people and then I invited Helena because I thought it would be good to give her her own invite. But then I thought about Bet and like, Ugh, aren't I so considerate? And also Alice is wearing Paul Frank sweatpants. And I went through a period of time right around this time where I was obsessed with Paul Frank. He used to draw this little monkey named Julius mm -hmm. and then he drew these other little characters and they were really cute. And I had glasses and a wallet and this whole thing. 
You said it. They say that Shane is the only person on earth who can actually keep a secret, which from what we've seen on the show is true. It is true. Yeah. Yeah. Tell all your secrets to Shane. Just traps them inside along with her feelings. Maybe that's what was underneath Jenny's skirt. All of the, a box all of, of the secrets. Group's secrets. Yeah. Like Pandora's box. Oh my God. Yeah. Then we go back to the Marmont, the Chateau Marmont. The Chateau. The Chateau. Where Helena's children are watching cartoons. And she's like, why are you watching cartoons? There's a whole world out there. Yeah, there's. it's a beautiful day. And I'm like, because cartoons are cool, Tina. God. God, Tina. And Tina's like, yeah, let's go build a fort. And Helena's like, no, you have to hang out with me. You're going to hang out with your nanny. The nanny will build the fort. And it's like real rich white lady stuff happening. And then there's this super bizarre segue. This is weird as fuck. Yeah, like, I did they have a different editor for this episode than every other editor i don't know but like from this point on the the editing everything of the episode is bananas is, it's like as if somebody edited the, the first like third and then yeah. gave the episode to someone else so we first see melissa leo yes. guest star alert Woo! get out of a cab outside the chateau oscar winner melissa oscar leo. winner big get for the show big get big get then big, just like melissa rivers for the tennis tournament yes but we're going to see we're, Melissa Leo has a lot more to do than Melissa. Sure Rivertown. does. So then we start panning along the skyline from Sunset Boulevard, for, like from the Chateau almost or adjacent yep. to. And there is a gigantic absolute vodka bottle <laughs> billboard thing right in front of the camera. Huh. So it's either product placement that was done very poorly or a really bad like second unit DP who did not get a good shot. Why on earth is this the shot you would get? If you were like, we need some B-roll of the strip. Why would you do it with they, a gigantic billboard in front of the camera? And they, they do a few different. Oh, there's some dissolves. There's, there's some, some dissolves. Artsy dissolves into some other shots of the houses along the strip up in the hills. And then we go back to where we were. Yeah, this is truly bizarre editing and does not fit the visual language established by the show in 1.5 seasons at this point. And so Tina's like on the balcony, I guess, of the hotel. And then Helena kisses her and we keep dissolving again. Like there's more dissolves between the shots of them. I don't know what's happening here. Melissa Leo is playing Winnie, um, who is, it turns out, Helena's ex-wife. And she enters the suite where the kids are. And they're like, and then she's like, um, will you build a fort with us? Because clearly the nanny did not want to build that fort. No, she didn't. And she's like, sure thing. Gonna that build kid's a fort, never going to. was like, no, I got to go back. That kid's her. never going to get to build a fort. Mm -hmm. He's never and then build a fort. she's like, where's mommy? And we smash cut to Helena going down on Tina, which is a hilarious edit. Uh, then brilliant. That's brilliant. Winnie stands there for a minute and then Helena looks up from between Tina's legs, wipes, wipes her, her mouth, mouth, has a giant ring on gigantic and just like oh hello goes, tina meet my ex winnie man which is like <laughs> which is like are you the announcer in the show like what is this it's great you really introduced her with first and last name yes <sighs> winnie man you may be familiar with her sculptures <laughs> so um cut to the planet cut to the planet sharon is performing her classical guitar yes benjamin hooked it up Everyone's acting like they are at a rock and roll concert. This is a classical guitar concert. Yeah. I'm sure that this is an incredible musician or whatever. But like, but like what is this event? Benjamin really it hooked it up. He really thought that she would be great for our audience. No. 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 Just because, I I'm, I mean, is she, I mean, she hits on bet later. So I guess she's queer or is about to be on the show. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, basically. Um, Benjamin also sent her flowers. Do you think he handpicked them? He better have. Otherwise, yeah. he doesn't, otherwise, he's still holding all the cards. 
That's the thing. You have to put down the cards to pick the flowers. Well, you can't do both at once. Exactly. You only have two hands. Yeah. Unless you're uh, Carmen in the that carnival flashback. And then you have six. Yeah. Back to the chateau where all hell has broken loose. Winnie and Helena are fighting. They are fighting, 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 fighting. Um, Tina is trying to get the fuck out and of Helena's like, no, fast. you can stay. And it's like, Helena honestly acts like a tiny, like an adult baby. Yeah. This whole time. Helena is too rich to know anything about anything. Um, Winnie's like, it's my weekend with the kids. You can't just take them on vacation. And, and Helena's like, like why to. not? I had to take them to fucking SeaWorld. Yeah. What? She thinks that she is above the law. She thinks that she can just take the kids mm-hmm. wherever, whenever, without even letting Winnie know, which is super fucked and very privileged behavior. And she keeps insisting that Tina stay as a like, witness. Yeah, which is Tina, like, again, they've known like, each other for somewhere between 24 hours and two fucking? months. And Tina, it's absolutely inappropriate for Tina to be present. Tina is like, no, I have to go to the planet because Alice invited There's me and I had forgotten. Classical guitar concert happening right now, and I'm probably missing my fave track. I'm missing my favorite classical guitar track. Yeah. Um, good lord. Shane said Veronica Blooms. Yeah. Um, Veronica. she's pouring some powder into a glass of water. I thought this was like an emergency. This uh, yeah, maybe I'll get some milk with seltzer, and you yeah. feel better fast. Basically, uh, Veronica's fucked up. Yeah. Um, and she's screaming from upstairs at Marty on the phone, and then. The kitchen is like whatever, like rich people kitchen. But the honestly, the the stairwell and the foyer is mm-hmm. just like beautiful forest green, and it's actually mm-hmm. pretty incredible looking. Yeah, if you own a house like this, um, please, please let, let me know. know. Um, uh, we could get married. Yeah. Then back to the planet. Back to the planet where Sharon, this classical guitarist, Sharon knows all about Beth's life because Kit is the opposite of Shane. <laughs> cannot shut the fuck up about telling but everyone. It seems like Beth's also business. the words on the street. I mean. The yeah. word is on the street. Yes. I mean, they probably had to make an announcement on social media. They, they had to un-Facebook. They had to un-Facebook. Un-Facebook official. I know. Can you imagine these olden days when like people would break up and they didn't have to make statements on social media? Oh my God, and no one would know. How would, no they, one how would know. the friends find how out? How would they know? How would we get someone's statement that's like never actually true? This is sort of interesting because this is an evening where like Alice and Dana want to tell everyone they're together and Bet has just been found out to be available on the market on the market so then um some just absolutely unfortunate things happen first uh, of first alison palmer <laughs> hi i'm alison hey, palmer i'm alison palmer from betty we performed oh, here a few yeah. weeks ago yeah i saw your performance yeah. a few weeks ago here at the planet uh-huh. where my sister is the owner she says this is so not a feminist thing to say but there is a group of women over at the bar who have you meat tagged like nobody's business fyi and then leaves not even trying to hit on bet what okay first of all meat tagged no, I've never not heard, a thing. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. I could. I, I've heard people say someone is fresh meat. Yeah, that is a thing. Yeah, they said that in the first episode. They said fresh meat. Right, crispy, crispy about Jenny. Exactly, which was true. She was was fresh. fresh meat. She is crispy. This is recently single. Bet is not meat tagged. No, and then also they say meat tagged four thousand times. They in do. The scene. And, and they say awful. girls want your dance card. You've been marked as a hot item. Also, I'd like to say that uh, Colby Smulders is pulling off a vest with no shirt on. She really is. And normally, I would hate that look, mm. but she's pulling it off. Pulling it off. I also didn't notice that outfit until the end of this scene. Mm. Um, Were you distracted so by is, all the meat tagging? I was distracted by how many times they said meat tagged and how many women come up to talk to Bet. So the minute after Allison from Betty disappears, I can't believe she just went up to a complete stranger, yeah. told her that these women are talking about her, and then said, FYI, and walked away. That's hilarious yeah so then a woman comes up and she's like hi here's my card 
Uh, you met me a while ago. I used to be at Disney. I was an exec, but now I'm a therapist and I'd rather date you than analyze you. And then she looks at Valerie and Lee and she goes, ladies, and walks away. It is. That sounds like the opening, like we're, like we're on next or something. And they're like, yeah. they're like, hey, like I'm a lawyer. I used to be at Disney. Now I'm at this universal <laughs> and I'd rather date you than analyze you. It's totally like one by one. Each yeah. person, it's suitor is going to come up and yeah. like make her case. Yeah, they're going to make a little if it line. pleases the court, I would like to uh, <laughs> bow down here at Bet's feet and tip my cap in her general direction. <laughs> Bet's face in this scene, though, is incredible. Yeah, it is. Jennifer Beals is good at acting, folks. Yeah, she's a great actress. Because she um, handles this whole craziness. Really, It's really good. Sure does. Back at Veronica Bloom. Shane is stealing pills. Shane's like, here's your Xanax. She's like, take some Xanax. She's like, I'm not into Xanax, but, but I, I saw love you have oxy. to take your oxy. This is opioid crisis. Opioid crisis started here in Veronica Bloom's boudoir with Shane. Yeah. She's like slurring her words at this point. Her face is all red from the chemical peel. Shane fully takes an entire bottle of Oxy. Veronica's like, let's get fucked up and watch Funny Girl. And Shane's like, uh, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go be with my friends. And Veronica's like, you have to stay here. I'm paying you to stay here. And Shane's like, no, no I'm going to go. See ya, bye. Yeah, bye. I'm going to go. Goodbye. Bye. I have to go to the planet. I, to to the I already missed the classical guitarist. So back at the planet. I wrote, women are dancing poorly to stupid music. Yeah, that feels right. Um, now that Sharon is done performing, it's Carmen's turn to spin. Outside of like the Betty, like easy girl stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like this show consistently has really incredible music. It does. But for some reason, they ha- always have Carmen spinning like smooth jazz. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, really weird. Like, like just smooth jazz on like one and a half times. Like yeah. it's like it's just sped up smooth jazz. Yep. And they also seem to like the extras that they have filling these scenes look nothing like the lesbians of LA that we see with speaking roles. Like if you look at yeah. a painter's background, you're like, these women, they just walked out of Talbot's <laughs> and are like planning a bachelorette party. And they're the like, weekend. we love this jazz. Yeah. It's so weird. And they're also always dan- like, you can tell that they didn't know what the music was going to be yet when yeah, they recorded the scene. They're around. just like, they're just like doing, it's so weird. It's like very, it's very bizarre. Anyway. So Jenny's like canoodling with Carmen who's mm-hmm. DJing. Kit tells Bet that Sharon Ibsen was into her and she's like, well, she didn't even talk to me. And before they can say anything else, a drunk Canadian extra comes up. Oh, wow. This is so weird. And like a tuxedo shirt, but yeah. nothing else. This part was uh, was deeply painful. This me. was hard to watch. It and was she's hard like, my friend wants to know if you're ready to start dating again. And then Beth's like, ugh. I remember what Beth said. I blacked out. She, I remember, but I don't even care. It's not important. Carol, we cut to, Carol knows what's up. We cut to Dana and Alice in the car. So everyone in this friend group yeah. who was coming to the planet tonight has missed Sharon's beautiful performance. They have. They except Bet. She caught it. Except Bet. Bet was there because she tried to it's have it be a very disrespectful. It's like going to the bat mitzvah party but not going to the bat mitzvah ceremony. Ugh, you're so right. You know, which my mom never let me do. So they're clearly late, but Dane is like, oh, we're early. And so they pull over to have sex in the car. Yeah, first they start making out with their seatbelts on. And yeah. I'm like, take off your seatbelt. And then they do. But they pull the car over first. Yeah. They both look very nice. Well, we think they look nice because we can only see them from a certain point up. So we haven't right. seen yet the atrocity that Alice <laughs> has chosen to wear this fine evening. Exactly. She's really into the last episode and this episode. She does an arts and crafts. She really enjoys the craft. She wears it. Less art, more craft. More craft. Yeah. yeah. More craft than art. Back at the planet. Carmen is like kind of doing like mm-hmm. a sexy teaching. Jenny had a DJ thing. It's sort of cute. They talk about hot, sweaty energy yeah jenny's like oh it's so great you feel there you can feel the energy of everybody dancing right. to this 
like elevator music yeah it's weird and then they're like should we do it yeah we should do it and like they're gonna like transition to the next song but it's just like a very slow crossfade and there's no beat matching or mixing of any kind and then at this point i realized that maybe carmen's not a very good dj what which sucks what how she's could the carmen only be dj at the anything look at her face i know it's she's in the bubble she's in the bubble they should have let her be a better DJ. Yeah. You know, they could have they had complete control over this and someone just let that fall through the cracks. Yeah. That's it's really upsetting. Um, so also what happens is that Tina arrives and, and she sees, says hello mm-hmm. and tells Tina that Bet is the hot new item. Fresh meat, blah, 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 meat tag. Tina sees Bet surrounded by suitors. Drinking but a Perrier. We cut away. We return. Tina sits down next to Bet. All of the suitors are gone. Vanished. Poof. <laughs> and they said famished. I was like, they are. That's why they want. They were meat. like, we have to get When I think food. about meat tags, I think about like those like meat coolers with the big an- dead animals hanging down. Mm-hmm. And how someone would be like, is that Ark and Gomi? And I'd be like, it is. Yeah. Don't eat that if you're vegan. Or if you don't want to eat it. If you don't want to be a yeah, cannibal. Yeah, you're not a cannibal. Um, Bet and Tina have like a vaguely normal moment together for like a hot second. Mm-hmm. And then Shane shows up and sees jenny and carmen together being flirty and kind of kissing and uh, is has shane been dressed like kind of like luke skywalker this whole day <laughs> that's what she's been wearing all day yeah just, like, no i know but like, like a t-shirt i know but there was vest. definitely like a like a vibe um so shane immediately leaves and she runs into alice and dana on the way out and, and she's, she's like, like sorry, i have to go yeah i gotta go uh carmen looks absolutely heartbroken when she realizes that shane saw them and that's jenny sad. doesn't seem to have a look of any kind on her face yeah well i probably i mean it's i it it seems like a very sad situation like i feel like um shane if shane really likes carmen as much as she seems to and carmen really likes shane as much as she seems to even if they're not together then shane should not be encouraging carmen to date jenny or vice versa because if you have to like leave the club seeing them together this is not a good idea for you or your friendship at all it's really not you know Um, and it also just feels like carmen is just like entertaining jenny and it makes me feel bad for jenny because she knows that she's the second choice yep and she's going for it anyway because who wouldn't like i would be sarah shahi's second choice if she wanted me to be but it would also be very it's also like would make me really insecure yeah definitely and jenny's already an insecure kind of lady. So yeah. it's, uh, it, it sucks. It this sucks. whole thing kind of sucks. Um, I remember when this first aired, their whole like little love triangle thing, mm-hmm. being so angry, just like, oh my God, Shane, get over yourself and just like get with Carmen. Like, I just remember being so angry at her for not just like being a normal person, but I also am grown now and I understand that people have a lot yeah. of problems. And she doesn't, <laughs> and she doesn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And so she's not going to be in a relationship. So then a truly, truly... But you know what else? Lesbians are constantly being like, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. And then two months later, they've moved in with their girlfriend. Yeah. When Robin and I met, we were both trying to be like, uh, I don't want to be in a yeah. relationship. And But we didn't move in together for two years. That's true. You guys were really conservative about that. We were. Yeah. And look, now you're still together. Yeah. There you go, guys. That's how you do it. That's don't move do in it. right away. Don't or move do. in right away. Because I have other do. friends that did that and they're still together. I for moved like in with someone after uh, one month. Didn't work out. Mm, it sucks yeah so then this like absolutely batshit crazy thing happens that would never ever happen in real life alice and dana step into the planet and are instantly standing in a spotlight Mm -hmm. carmen stops the music Uh uh-huh takes a microphone and announces that there's a new couple in the house i thought it was cute 
Yeah, but this would never happen. Well, it's television, Carly. Oh, this is so weird. And she's like, this one's for you. And then plays a song that I myself have DJed before. I love it. It's I like a it remix too. of Where it's, Do I Begin yeah, by, by Shirley Bassey. Bassey. It's yeah. called The Away Team Remix. Yeah, it's a really good remix. It's and great. It's super cute. It's perfect. It's a good mix of a slow song and a fast song. And yeah, it, like it starts off very slow and like just like the original. When it goes and then, into like, like a where beat. do I start? And, like, and then the beat ooh, drops so as the as the kids yes. say. Yes. And then it's really good. I used to DJ this at the McKittrick Hotel oh. um, when I used to DJ on the roof there. I yeah, thought it was name dropping. Them. It's it's cute and everyone, but it's funny because Dana and Alice have spent all this time trying to think about how they're going to introduce themselves. It also seems like everyone knew already. Like no one is yeah. shocked. They're all like, "Yay, good for you!" Right? They're not like, "Oh my god, you broke up with Tanya? Weren't you engaged last episode?" Like yeah. nothing. They all knew, yeah. which is feels very real in a friend group where you like yeah. think that you have some news and like everyone knows already. I don't know. It just feels like a weird wedding. They like have a dance. Yeah. It's just They're like, hey, so remember everyone from that bachelorette party? We've recast that scene. <laughs> uh, we, things have changed around a little bit. So this is similar. The same crowd as last week, but uh, we're <laughs> celebrating something else right yeah. now. And so Dana and Alice spent all the time thinking about what they were going to say. And you know what they said? Nothing. Nada. Not one thing. And then we go to Shenny's. Okay. So like mm. Carmen and Jenny are eating fruit and drinking wine. Right. Jenny's wearing a fur coat. Yeah, she is. They also seem to have like a cheese plate. Yeah, it's like a, it's a it's, which I respect. Yeah, I absolutely respect the fruit and cheese plate. Yeah, uh, big fan of a of a nice charcuterie. Yeah, um, and then they like make out. They're in the kitchen. I have to say, this was pretty hot. <laughs> I yeah, they were okay they were this. they were like being sexy. Yeah, it was like and like the song was still playing and that's like kind of like it's like a oh, good song. Yeah, for like it was. Out. So I know I I was fine with what was happening. Yeah, until Shane walks in with two girls dressed the same were they twins they weren't i mean i i thought they were are they not twins? i mean i hope not i was worried that they were twins is this on imdb can we find out are they twins does anyone know i thought they were i was so worried i if they were twins they're about to both hook up with the same person this is not shutterstock you know this is shutterstock is always having pictures that are tagged with like sisters and girlfriends so like you can use them as lesbian girlfriends or as sisters <laughs> they love a nice twin i'm pulling up the cast list because i need okay. to know if they were like actual oh they were twins they're they are this twin and twin oh, not even no. twin one and twin two also these are grown-up twins and they're wearing the same outfit they're wearing the same like outfit and like ugh. they look like sex robots that shane like went to westworld and like signed out with like oh yeah with you know yeah and Carmen is totally thrown off by this. Yeah. Which is, again, first hurts on two levels. One, her and Jenny were about to have like a sexy experience. Yeah. So that's sad for us that we don't get to see what happened next. Yep. And secondly, Carmen should at least pretend to be chill if you're about to hook up. No. With, you know, and like your ex, like no one's even pretending to be uh -uh. chill in this situation, but everyone keeps going along with what they think they yeah. should do. And it's really kind of baffling. And um, then Carmen's like, let's take a breather and, and like, visit this tomorrow in the cool, clear light of day, which is, again, is a line that I have since said at least 300 times. Amazing. Um, and then, yeah, so Carmen tells that to Jenny and Jenny like looks like very pretty. Yeah, she does. And, and when she tells sad. and very, very sad and tells Carmen that she understands and kisses her on the cheek. And it's like, man, I actually feel for Jenny. I know because I was like, she's probably really wet. And now she's like, well, I guess I'm going <laughs> to go masturbate. Yes, that's not happening. Then we go to Mark is watching. <gasps> so the girls are literally like tickling or having a They're pillow fight. rolling around on Shane's bed. Mark's watching Again, Shane's these room are camera. Twin sisters. These are twins. Grown the actors up, playing them are twins. Sisters. 
tickling each other and Rolling wrestling around. on the bed. And well, they're like, that, like weird, weird like male us. fantasy thing where like that like weird gross thing where like sometimes gross men are like into the idea of twins. But like the idea of it is like fundamentally disgusting and fucked up. Get this idea off my lesbian show. This is so rude to to do this to us. Yeah, this is Don't mean. Do this this is an attack this on all of us. This is appropriating gross cis yeah. patriarchal culture in a way The only way this would be better would be if the twins um, left Shane's room, went up to Mark's room and like just they both had axes and they both had axes and I, we all know how that's going to end instead so Shane is like sniffing drugs and Mark is sitting there obsessed with Shane watching them zooming in is Shane doing drugs what's happening with Shane the love of my life Shane the girls call her Sean <laughs> and she's like it's Shane <laughs> that's cute oh everything about this is very upsetting to me God, this episode hurt. This episode, this episode this also, wounded this episode me. Feels this episode like, was like somebody with really long nails inside my vagina. This episode goes on forever, like in a way that is not cool. Mm-mm. Like I'm just like looking at how much episode we have left and feeling like this should be the end of the episode, and I'm very upset. Oh my god, how? Oh my god, there's I so we much more. Almost, no, I thought we were, we're almost end. done. Oh my god. Uh, okay, all right, we go to the beach. Uh, Tina, Tina says the kids beach, should coworkers pick up, should pick up shells and then make art out of them. Okay, that's a bad idea. But cool. Sure. Helena pulls up in her expensive car. I know she should be like, "This is what the Peabody Foundation is sponsoring: <laughs> shell art." Okay, <laughs> on a beach. Then we go. Uh, to Jenny's room. Jenny's cute, cute, cute little room with her little pink thing entirely, and her pictures of boobs. Entirely pink bedroom. Carmen, Carmen is just in the, their house. Does does Carmen just have keys? Yeah. Car- well, they unlock their door probably so that anyone, if anyone at any time wants to come in and murder Mark, they can. But he's in the tool shed usually. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. He could be in the bathroom. Carmen's in- shirt says <laughs> gay boys in bondage, which inexplicably, I incredibly respect. But I want that shirt. Yes. Not so that I. shirt. Because that's like more like a fitted top. I would not really wear that top. But Then, uh, so, so Carmen yeah. feels bad. She's like, this isn't me. I usually don't fall for a fuck up unavailable person. And Jenny's like, Mir, this is weird. And then she gets <laughs> undressed, gets on top of Jenny. But she's still wearing her sneakers. And Jenny is just wearing underwear and they, right? Yeah, like she's wearing like a bra and like little shorts. And they start sort of scratching each other. Yeah. And then they start hitting each other. Yes. And then Carmen like holds Jenny down. And Jenny starts to cry. And Carmen starts like grinding on her. It's, I, but I then thought, like, I thought it was kind of But then hot. like, <laughs> isn't really grinding on her anymore? It's just kind of lying on top of her. I thought they were lying on top of each other, but I like looked extra hard. And you looked extra hard. I looked extra hard. I'm so glad you did that for science. Yeah, I did that for science. I was like, wait, are they just going to lie there? And well, I Jenny thought she cries? was just like lying there. No, she's so she grinding. was still grinding. Yeah. Good for her. You know? Yeah. So they're about to have rough sex. So they found one thing that they both like. Yeah. But, you know, good for them. That's good for fun. them. That's exciting. Yeah. But Jen, also Jenny's crying. So, so mediocre what's going on? for them. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Back to the beach. Tina was like, I thought you'd be mad at me for leaving. What? <sighs> to Helena? Like, I thought you'd be. Huh? Why? How about Tina? Instead, you could say something like, hey, it was really fucked up that you tried to use me as like an object in the middle of your weird divorce argument. And Helena's like, Winnie is so bad, blah, blah, blah. And Tina's like, Tina actually, calls her out. Winnie had a point, which is, yeah, she did. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't I get swept up in wanting the children to have experiences with the art. And it's like, you were going to take them to SeaWorld. <laughs> it's like, it's not like a museum. Well, they were going to learn about, I went to SeaWorld in San Diego as a child. And you know what happened? What? I decided I wanted to be a marine biologist. Every kid wants to be a marine biologist. Well, I mean, I changed my mind three days later, but I got a lot of library books about dolphins for a minute there. That's was the cool. only time in my life I considered a non-artistic career was right after going to SeaWorld. So, yeah, I don't know. They talk Helena about... Helena literally says her children in New York have to sleep on a mattress. 
I'm like, what is going on? Like, Winnie won't take any money from her. I'm just like, Winnie pulled up in a nice car and put on sunglasses like she was a rich person. She just rolled up to the chateau like it was nothing. I don't know. This is a little suspect. I but don't know the, what's the going The reason on. this happens is that Helena is like, you know, even though I didn't give birth to the child, because obviously she would never, because what she wants is for her partner to be pregnant because she's because that's what she's into. So yeah. even when I get birth to child, like we conceived of the child together, it was our creation, which is true. Yes. Helena does have rights, but also she does have rights. Because she actually went through with paperwork. Yeah. But she says Winnie won't take anything from her and wants full custody. Yes. Then we go back to Shenny's. There's extremely loud music. Shane is trying to sleep off a opioid hangover by listening to really loud heavy metal and on the couch. On the couch in daylight. Yeah. Poor, Jenny walks in execution. dressed like she's about to go be in Little Prince and is like, I'm late for school. And then <laughs> Veronica keeps calling. Oh, the table, by the way, has Brazen Femme, that book on it. So that Dana was flipping through a oh, few wow. episodes ago. And also an issue of Girlfriends Magazine. Oh, Girlfriends Magazine. R.I.P. Girlfriends so Magazine. Um, I have several collector's issues of Girlfriends Magazine. And by that, I mean... I collect them because I collected every magazine that had an L word person. Yes. Uh, Veronica Bloom calls on the landline. She does. <laughs> and Shane says to tell that Veronica that she can kiss her ass. Jenny does. Not. She says she's not available right now. May I take a message? Yeah. But she's also <laughs> screaming over the. Yes. I got the feeling actually when I was watching the scene. And obviously, you know, I think that Mia deserves a million enemies, but I don't think that they had put the music on yet. Like, I think that they. We're telling everyone, like, just act like there's music's really playing really loud. Correct. Because the way that everyone is screaming is, like, kind of hammy. Yeah. that I mean, that's how you would shoot that. Mm. Anytime there's, like, a music thing going on, you you shoot it without it. Wow. I'm learning because so you don't, much. Because you want to have clean audio on the dialogue. Wow. Okay. I know. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. That's true, huh? Anyway. I think what If you have the time, a yeah. valuable thing to do is yeah. to do it once. Mm-hmm. Run through it once with the music on yeah. so everyone gets a sense of how they should be talking right. and then record all your sh- dialogue and shit without the music. But like, hopefully it won't be as hammy, but right. whatever. Then Carmen walks in. First of all, I was like, Jenny, I cannot believe you're leaving Carmen alone with Shane, but Carmen yeah. walks in and said, basically assumes that Veronica's a girl who was calling Shane and was like, yeah, yells at Shane for like not wanting to talk. She's to like, maybe our, what I don't know what this girl did to you, whether she liked you too much or whatever, but we sweet, simple folk won't kiss your ass forever. That was weird. She's she cries and she leaves. Not as weird about what is about to occur in our lives, which is another flashback to the writing class. So Hunter is telling a story. I think oh we God. get the impression that the story Hunter is reading is the one we were subjected to in the pre thing, which to which I say, why? 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 Why on earth would you do this to Why us? do we care about this Why white does it man matter? and his stupid fucking story? It's terribly terrible, poorly written, very offensive. He says he included a trans person for local, local. Color, color, which Charlotte said is valid. I would like to say it's my not. hot take here is that it's not. Um, Jenny calls him Henry Miller Light. And says and, and lists all the things about it that evoke Henry Miller. And then, even though Hunter was very nice about her story, I was like, you're burning your only bridge in this class. Yeah, she's your only ally. And I don't like Hunter. Nope. But I'm just saying, Jenny, you're a bad writer. And he's the only one who hasn't noticed yet. But so Jenny uses this opportunity to, I think out of context, this would be a little bit cute. 
But she says, all of your women are nameless and faceless. And they're just body ports. Body ports. <laughs> body ports. They're just body ports. They are. They're body parts. And these women in your story give each other an orgasm. And then she says that that is the primary sex act for women is giving each other an orgasm. I don't know what she means by that. <laughs> like, yes, that's usually a part of sex, but that's not like a sex act. No, it's not. A, it's a result. She's like, I don't know if you guys <laughs> knew this, but this is the primary sex act between two women. And everyone's like, huh? Probably everyone else is like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> I thought it was scissoring, uh, you know? And she's saying that these women gave each other a mind-blowing orgasm and then he belittles it by turning it into porn because men can't handle two women turning each other on without a cock. She says the word cock just so. Once again, the show is reducing gender to body parts, body parts which is incredibly uncool. And but it super was fucked. very of the time. But it was very of the time, but it does not age well. A mm -hmm. lot of things in this episode didn't age well. I'll just mm -hmm. say that. They didn't. And it's true what she's saying is true, but also I would say that this particular point, the point about men and the way they feel about women, about lesbians, I would say it's already being made by a different storyline. Yes. I don't know if we need more of this. Although I do like the general idea of like the angry feminist in the class who everyone else hates because I feel like I was never that girl, but I was always like, I want to fuck that girl. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was that girl sometimes. I feel like you probably were. I was that I was that girl. Yeah. I fought with teachers a lot. My therapist was like, have you ever had trouble with authorities? Like, do you talk back to your teachers? And I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but I wasn't that girl in that same way. <clears throat> anyway, I hate this writing class. You know what else I hate? Mark. We go to the tool shed. Uh, <sighs> um, he's editing footage of Shane. I'm like, why is he editing? You don't, you can't use this footage. Why are you already editing it? It doesn't belong to you. <sighs> I know. He gets a call. He gets a call from someone. Outside the house. We assume that we don't know who it is. They're it's like, Shane. It's Shane. She's at a phone booth in Venice. And he's like, stay there. Don't drink too much water. I'll come get you. He starts talking about this guy. He knows who OD'd on water at Burning Man. Right. Um, but also, I feel like Shane's probably like, oh, I'm just here for like this K through six art class. We're doing. Um, <laughs> I know. Why is everyone doing, on the beach suddenly? We're doing shell art today. <laughs> Shane and would be so, so I just wanted art. Jenny's opinion. I don't need you to come, though. I'm just like, I no, don't no, know I'm which fine. of these shells. I'm just like, Jenny, I'm making a just belt for Jenny. Tell Jenny to come look at these yeah, shells. I'm making like a little necklace for her. So if you could just let her know. Um, the song that is playing, the lyrics are just Shane. Really? Yeah. It's just someone crooning shane over and over again that's what i do every day in the shower i'm just like shane 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 <laughs> like that shane's a fool look what i did <laughs> that's really what you, you know me and my song parodies it's kind of my whole thing <laughs> then we return to this school the class at the school the, the cu at the at carly Houston university at carly university cuu cuu um, and Charlotte is talking See you. to Jenny. You. Um, Jenny stands up for herself. Yeah. Well, first Charlotte's like, that was totally unnecessary and you know better. And Jenny was like, no, it's your job as a writer. Take harsh criticism. And she's like, different writers have different effect, like different methods. Like for example, Hunter enjoys having sex with me and that's what works for him. And you enjoy hanging out with me at the gym while you're wearing a doily dress and that's what works for you. And you <laughs> you're haunting it. Here's me. another assignment. Be whatever. She says that she has a new assignment for Jenny, which is like what you want me to put on a blindfold and walk into traffic, which is like kind of. And then says that she wants Jenny to help her friend Burr, who was like a movie star in the 80s. Mm -hmm. 
because he's writing his memoirs for Dutton, um, not to be confused with Charles S. Dutton. Because then he'd be writing his memoirs for Toe. Oh. Which, honestly, I feel like a movie star from the 80s would absolutely be in Toe. 1,000%, yes. He needs help, and she wants Jenny. So she's basically asking Jenny to like, be a free intern for her friend, like a free like, ghostwriter. Yeah, and she refers to Jenny as her most gifted student. Yeah, that was, um, I was like, what? What are you talking about? What? Are you talking I'll, about the same Jenny that we the know? The same Jenny? Jenny that'll never fly in Peoria, Schechter? Jenny, <laughs> boys and girls, girls and boys, boyish girls and girlish boys, Schechter? <laughs> Jenny, lots of fun at the carnival, lots to do at the carnival, Schechter? Kittyland, Jenny? Kittyland, Jenny? Do you think? Miss Carnival Fiction herself? <laughs> Jenny, I read all of your rodeo day stories and then I copied them with carbon paper onto a piece of paper and then I wrapped them around my body and do you I put think them all on my wall. It, and then or she's art. just saying it to get her to do this? I think she had a stroke. <laughs> right? Do you think that that was the direction I can't given think of any other reason. to Sandra Bernhardt? Because Sandra's probably like, why am I suddenly liking her? And she's like, oh, your character had a stroke at the gym. <laughs> and um, it was really tragic. But yeah. she, she's fine. But the only thing that's now like not right, right is that she thinks Jenny's really a gifted writer. That's true. Maybe that's what the direction. Maybe she, she had amnesia. Maybe she went over to Mark's house to kill Mark and Gomi and they got in like a tussle and then they she hit, her she hit her head. And she has amnesia and she forgot that yeah. Jenny can't write for shit. Mm-hmm. Back to the beach. We're doing arts. We're doing crafts. <laughs> doing arts and crafts on the beach. Gina and- watches Helena build a sandcastle. Now she this has- sandcastle. Holy shit. Is just a compound. <laughs> it is not. There is <laughs> nothing castle-y sandcastle about it. It is just a square it's like a fortress. It's a fortress. It's a fortress. It's very telling. It's also very ambitious as a piece of sand art to be making with young children. Like that is an epic work. That is a real. She's also wearing her like very expensive like blazer and dress in the sand. Yeah, which that's, is just, that's a power move. Such a power You're move. You're like, I can afford to get this blazer dirty, whereas I'm like, no one touched my blazer. <laughs> I have to go have drive to get tailored. Home, get a get a change of clothes and yeah. drive back before I yeah. can build. Yeah, I would just take all my clothes off and be like, I'm not getting any of this shit. So then Tina, watching Helena, learns her very valuable lesson about oh. the baby and the family. I should let little baby pickle t- <laughs> t- hang out with Bet as well. So she I? leaves a voicemail for Bet. Hello, Bet. I'd like you to be in this baby's life. She refers to it as our baby. Our. Baby. So do you think that the same beach no. are we to believe that what's about to happen on the beach is mm-hmm. on the boardwalk is happening at the same beach because that would be very funny. I mean it is if in the background you saw like Shane <laughs> running around and like getting I really in a fight. Shane to like bust up the shell art and be like <laughs> what is this? And kick over the sandcastle. I don't want to be in a relationship. Hell no, why are you wearing a blazer? <laughs> oh you're close you're gonna get dirty take them off. <laughs> is that you say Laurent? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there's like crazy, crazy yeah, for, handheld again, camera. Again, like the camera work, the editing. This is cuckoo. This is like the camera it's work like, from, from Blair Witch. It's just the camera work for like a cable access show that's like hosted in a studio, but they want to make it seem tough. So they're like, let's film some graffiti shots in an alley beforehand <laughs> and then splice them all together. It's some rough music. It's very 90s grunge music it video. Is. Yeah, it's like real world original. Betty's like screaming yeah. like a punk song. <laughs> Oxy, <laughs> don't snort, Oxy. You'll end up on the beach. <laughs> and so Shane is fighting with two men dressed all in black who are calling her a freak and saying she doesn't look like a girl. Everyone else at the beach is fine with us, just like doing their thing. Yeah, 
Tina's Some, very nearby and is Tina not lifting a goddamn finger. Doesn't care. The kids don't notice. The passersby don't notice. But Mark sure notices. Mark, Mark sure is able to find Shane. Yeah. She's right by the phone booth. He's like, stay by the phone booth. She's like, okay, great. But uh, a like bonus or like if it makes you feel any better when watching this scene, if there's any way to feel better, just remember that Shane has taken a lot of oxy. So she's probably not in as much physical pain as you imagine she would be when he knows that her mouth is bleeding and she's been like punched. Beat up by these men. One of the men straight up slaps her in the face. Yeah. Which is a very, like, why didn't he punch her? I don't know. I thought it was funny. Also, well, no one should ever call the police. But what is happening? This is... This is cuckoo. Um, and Mark's like, don't hit a girl. And they're like, doesn't look like a fucking girl. Yeah. And then Mark gets to save Shane. And the look on his face is... This, he came in his pants doing this. I hate Mark. He's I so proud of himself. He is so proud You know what would have been good is if those men had punched Mark instead. If instead Shane could have like ducked and rolled away into the sand. <laughs> yeah, it was all like a setup. Burrowed in and then they just beat the shit out of Mark. Yeah. And then throw him in the ocean. Yeah. And then Mark would wash ashore someplace else and we wouldn't have to worry about him. Yeah. Maybe he'd wash up on like Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my God, they'd love him there. They would. He's totally the type, the guy to be on like a show like that. Yeah. He's really into surveillance. It's like, yeah, let's expose myself. Yeah. I love being, I love surveillance. Love being surveilled and surveilling others. So later on that night, Bet gets home and there's a woman in her driveway. With several boxes because Her she- name is Sandy from Organic Path. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I used to uh, deliver frozen meat and fish. For Tina. Is Tina here? Is Tina here? I have her frozen meat and fish. I have her delivery of frozen meats and fish. Which is uh, special. And I think we all know that in modern parlance, this would be a situation in which your partner forgot to pause the Blue Apron subscription. And now you are coming home and there's a bunch of Blue Apron meals sitting there waiting for you. And you're like, I don't want to. These are for two. It is just one of me. It's depressing. It is. I I would make it. I didn't freeze the the salmon in time. And now Mm -hmm. it's bad. Yeah. And then it's like, why why is this mayonnaise busted? Or they'd be like, (laughs) why did you send me a Philly cheesesteak with a hot dog bun? You know, like this is bullshit. And um, or you realize that now that you're single, you could eat an entire blue apron meal for two in one sitting. And then you're like, this is a really expensive meal for one. Sure is. So anyways, lady like flirts with her and offers her some pre steaks. Yeah, this is totally typical. It's and always she's like, I, hey, I could always uh, the frozen I could, meat and fish woman. I could cook them for you sometime because as Bet we all know, like, Bet can't. Cook. Yeah. Oh, right. She was like, oh, no, I don't need them. I don't cook. <laughs> I don't That's really fair. cook it very much anymore. She's like, but actually, I was recently meat tagged, so I don't actually need more meat because I was meat tagged myself. Are there tags on this? Are meat? there tags on this? Is this, meat? Is this have, you heard, tag? have you heard of meat tagging? I was meat tagged earlier this and evening, this or <laughs> last evening, or whatever. So the much fuck. meat in my day today. This is not what I was expecting when I woke up. <laughs> you know, remember earlier in the episode when Kit return, refers to Bet as filet mignon? <laughs> and A lot the, of meat tagging this episode. And then this woman offers to teach her to cook. Or to cook for her or cook whatever. Her filet mignon. And then instead of saying anything, Bet just rolls her eyes and <laughs> walks to her porch. Yeah. Rude. She just got a bunch of frozen meat and for free. And fish for free. She I'm goes to the porch and finds a gigantic cardboard box waiting for her. She does. Inside the house. She puts the, the meats in the freezer. She's yeah. definitely gonna forget those are there. Absolutely. No one's gonna ever eat those. Yeah. But she, at the end uh, of the world, she'll be ready. She'll have a couple meals. I yeah, guess. if there's ever like a fun. rolling blackouts in a future episode, she'll be like, "Oh, I got that frozen. Oh, I have that frozen. Those frozen fillets. Anyone know how to cook them? I don't. I certainly don't. Um, she presses play on the old voicemail machine. Remember the when? Remember when? Up. 
Remember when that was a thing? Remember when people had cell phones and yet they called each other's landlines? Yep. And so Tina's very Although lovely. Although actually, you know what I loved about landlines? Tell me. Is that you could, because what Tina wants is to leave Bet a message. She didn't want to talk to right. Bet. Right. But the thing is with cell phones, people could pick up. Yep. I mean, they don't. I don't. I don't. I don't answer my phone. I, yeah. Everything goes to voicemail. Yeah. I know. If you want to call someone, you have to text them first and be like, can I call you? If someone calls me out of the blue, I assume someone has died. Yeah. I always am sure, sure it's an emergency. Absolutely. Yeah. Bet makes her um, appreciating the art face while listening to this voicemail mm-hmm. where Tina says, our baby. Yeah. And Tina smiles. Bet smiles. And then she opens the box. Molly smiles. <clears throat> Bet takes the mobile. Out of the box and looks at it. This, this will look sculptures. so wonderful over the little cradle in the nursery for our she new baby. This. Our new baby that we're going to have together. And, and that's the episode. And that's the episode. Pure torture from start to finish. That was rough. That was rough. Um, we also saw no one have sex, but we got to see a lot of people after having sex. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck it. Fuck on camera or don't fuck at all. And a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. So general thoughts. We hated this episode. Hated it. Not not fans. Nope. Not fans at all. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say here. Anything we saw differently than to now? Uh, I think I probably hated it more now than I did then. Same. And also did not probably fully realized the degree to which Tina had just entered another controlling relationship. Yeah. I don't know that I had that wherewithal at the time, yeah. but oh girl. Back in the old days when you're young, you know, you just are in relationships like that. You don't realize they're fucked oh, up yeah. until later. You know, no, you don't understand that that's fucked up. Maybe until people do now because of the internet. Maybe. Um, oh, we haven't good. done hot goss in a while, Reese. Because we haven't had any. We haven't had any hot goss. That's a good thing. If anyone has any hot goss, that would be a great thing to leave on the hotline on a yeah. voicemail for us. Um, I don't really have hot goss, but I have just like a, a thing that I learned recently that that I thought was lovely. Mm. Um, Leo Shang, who uh-huh. is one of the actors on Gen Q. Yeah. Um, I went and saw him in a Q&A after a screening of Adam, which was hosted by friend of the pod, Drew Gregory. Oh. Um, and in the Q&A, she was asking all these amazing questions. Drew did such a good job of the Q&A. Um, and Leo mentions that he has two moms. His, his He has lesbian moms. And That's I thought that cute. was just... The, the sweetest thing I've heard in a while. Sweeter than me having one lesbian mom? I mean, yeah, because I knew that already. Oh, so yeah. it wasn't like a new sweet thing. This was just like made me love him even more. Yeah, Carol, I know you have a lesbian mom too. Yeah, Carol, we get it. Um, we talked about you. We're always talking about you, Carol. Don't worry. Anyway, this episode was terrible. Sorry that you all had to watch it also at some point in your lives also like if you're like at venice beach and you're walking by and you see someone getting beat a girl getting beat up by two guys like i would say like try to do something about it yes i don't know exactly what that is but like don't just like walk on by like you it's our duty to help each other we're all people and we're all out here like doing our best and it's important that we all help each other to get along in life because before long there will be no human life on this planet because the planet will not be inhabitable and we have to look out for each other, love each other, support each other and not like demonize each other and be aggressive towards each other or like say crazy things about each other that aren't true. You know, we have to like lift each other up. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. I think we should we should end there. That's a beautiful <sighs> sentiment. Although I guess we have to say our L words. Oh, yeah, we do. I got mine. Mine's going to be bad. It always is. One, two, 
three. Loser. I said loser because Mark's a loser. I said LaCroix because I'm looking at a can of Barry LaCroix on the table. There you go. Do you think one day we'll say the same L word? No. I also don't (laughs) think so. But that would be wild. I'll try to think of the stupidest L word I can think of. Try try to put as little effort as possible into coming up with your L word at the last minute. Right. And then you might get the same L word as me. Okay. I'm going to say last minute. Because that's how I do it. Thank you for joining us for another installment of To Ellen Back. What a time we had together. Today today and whenever you're listening to this and um, what a time it is now what a time to be alive we're all here <laughs> is it though is it <sighs> i'm tired i'm really tired two episodes in a row is a lot it's a lot but we did it but we fucking did it we did it guys let us know um how how we did yeah it's just but only if it's good <laughs> yeah if it's bad just keep that to Very yourself fragile. okay bye bye Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way. That-